Uh, welcome to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker, aka Coach, coaching running, weight loss, and accountability since 2013. Our website is runtothebestyou.com. There, you can find our online coaching programs for beginners and beyond. We are going to show you how walking or running just three days per week can get you into the best shape of your life. Intermittent fasting will help you turn back the hands of time, regenerate cells, have more energy with less food cravings. And the weight loss? Well, that will take care of itself as we inspire you to keep your nutrition real. So head over to our website and take us up on our seven-day Keeping It Real Health Challenge. With that, you will be added to our Facebook accountability group for free for seven days. Seven days can change your life. Now let's get into this week's show. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm excited to bring it to you. You could be listening to anything in the world right now. You could be listening to some Beethoven, listen to some Guns N' Roses, right? some Queen, some new stuff, sports radio, personal development book. You know, I've been coming home at night and my son's been working on playing the guitar. He's 10 years old. The kid has a great mind. I love that boy. He's been doing uh, over the summer. He's been working on his origami game, uh, you know, going on YouTube, coming home. And he, he has like a flower made out of paper. It's crazy the stuff he, do- he does. And so I've been coming home and, and he's been showing me that he's been plucking away at some Queen songs. I'm like, man, this is pretty impressive. I'm, I'm proud of him. So we're going to work on getting him some lessons. But you're listening to this podcast because you probably have a love for running or you would like to get into running. Maybe you have weight loss goals that you're trying to obtain and you heard that intermittent fasting is a way that can help out. You know, it's not just one thing that's going to get a person to their goal. It's uh, taking the pieces of the puzzle and putting them all together. You know, a person can run all the time and not see results because their nutrition is off. A person may... Uh, have their nutrition game in order, but don't have any stamina to run up the block, may not have any strength whatsoever to pick up a box and put it up on the shelf, right? So in our podcast, we always try to focus on taking all these tips and putting them together for the beautiful puzzle. And speaking of puzzles, my son also put together a 1,000 piece Justice League puzzle over the summer. And I'm telling you, these types of things are so good for the kids' minds. I'm just, I'm just seeing the, the marvel in which is my son. And I appreciate you, Shaylin. Shout out to him, right? And so thank you for my family that allows me to go out and run and, and do the things that I'm doing to help provide a service for the community as well. So thank you guys at home for that. This week's podcast, we're going to focus on marathon season. When I say Thank you for allowing me to go run. It takes time to train for a marathon. And we're going to give you tips today that's going to help you show up to that starting line, that event, feeling absolutely incredible, ready to go, ready to get that run started. Marathons are no joke, okay? So we got half marathon, we got full marathon. What's the difference? For those that are new, it's 13.1 for the half and 26.2 
for the full marathon. So some people say, man, I ran a marathon. Don't, don't quantify it by saying half anything. A marathon is a marathon, right? So that's funny. But before we get into that information, let's talk about the week that was. What were some things that went well for you guys out there, right? Has any of the tips from last week's podcast or one of our, our other ones, like last week, Brian brought, he brought the goods, man. He gave us a nice story of his personal life and how he was able to lose 56 pounds by taking up running and making some adjustments to the foods that he was eating. I mean, 56 pounds. He's only signed up to a 5K in June, and he won his age group, like, right away. You know, was there anything in Brian's story that you can share with us that you've learned from it, that's something that you can take away, something you might want to apply for yourself? He is a father of four, okay, uh, in his late 30s, getting ready to turn 40 in another year or two, and yet, you know, it's not too late. He's more athletic now than he was when he was 56 pounds heavier, okay? So we would love to hear from you. Please feel free to connect with me to Dries Parker, T-A-D-R-I-S, on Facebook. You can private message me, all right? You can also submit questions or comments, feedback to the show by going to coachtodries at gmail.com. That's my email that you can hook up with us. Well, with us, we had week one of the brand new 12-week program, okay? Week one is in the books. We, we head over to Summers Point, New Jersey, and we start going over the bridge. The bridge is called, it's the Ocean City Bridge. The race will be on November 2nd. Any listeners out there that's, that want to come to New Jersey and check out this 5K event, it's awesome. It's November 2nd. You have to drive to Summers Point, get on a shuttle. It will take you to Ocean City, and the race will go over this bridge. This bridge is massive. For The bridge is so big that really you can consider it two bridges because there is the Ocean City side. And for most places in the world, that's one bridge by itself. But the bridge is really long, so it's like two, two and a half miles worth of bridge. So you go over that one incline, and then it's flat with smaller little dips and hills. But then when you get to Summer's Point side, you have another massive incline to get over. And then once you're down, you still have like three quarters of a mile of the race to go on flat surface. So it's a very challenging race. We started training for it in August. And our class was so excited to be there. The energy was super high. We had a nice turnout on Tuesday, but Thursday, more people came out. They've been hearing about the program. They wanted to be a part of it. Families came with their, their you know, husbands and wife was showing up there. We had two sisters brand new to the group that joined. Mothers and daughters was out there. And there's one lady. She always pushes, we give her a shout out, Meredith, running with her little girl in a stroller. She brought like two or three of her cousins along, and they're all primed and ready to get results. And one thing that I wanted to mention about the week that was, that sometimes what was coming up this week, was people saying, I'm joining the group because I used to be able to run, and I just feel so bad that I can't do it anymore. You know, I feel so bad that I lost what I had. Well, let's change that mindset. Let's change and not compare ourselves to what we were and 
if we allowed ourselves to get out of whack with our, our shape and everything like that, well, guess what? You just made a decision today to change your life moving forward. And that's what it's all about. You know, you, when negative mindset creeps into our existence, when negative, when we start thinking on negative terms, it just, it'll shut you down. And that's how we can find ourselves out of shape in the first place because we're like, you know, maybe I should go out for a run. Ah, nah, I can't because uh, my knee has been bothering me. And I just, I'm kind of way too much right now. And I'm, I'm just, I don't feel it, you know? But that negative mindset keeps you in that place. But when you say to yourself, maybe I should go for a run today. And you say, well, my ankle hurts a little bit. That's not a problem. I'm going to go out and walk then. So you go out, you get your shoes on, you got your shorts on, you're feeling good. You go out and you start walking. And guess what can happen with that walk? Then you might start transitioning to a little jog. You might start jogging from pole to pole. You know, once you start moving, the ankle don't even hurt anymore. Okay. And so that's what we want to focus on, guys. We want to focus on what am I doing today? What am I doing today to improve for the future? I may have made mistakes leading up to now. I may used to run a marathon before and then life happened and I got out of it and I just wish I was back there. And sometimes when we all also another point that I want to mention is when we start comparing ourselves, we may start pushing harder than we should. We need to we have muscle memory. Yes. But we don't want to start pushing it when we're just now getting back into it because that can cause an injury and will keep you out even longer. So those are my, those are the things that happen with us this week. And that is just scratching the surface. Also, I got word from the Atlantic City Marathon. They have an expo every year and I had received the official email that they would love for me to speak at their event. I am so excited about that. Words, I can't even put those, what I just said, really into words about the excitement. I gave them two titles in which I can talk about because they would like to have me speak on both Friday and Saturday. The expo is where people come, pick up their packets, you know, and they have vendors there. We're actually going to be able to set up a table, a little booth to educate people on running, weight loss, but then coach can go up on the platform for about a half an hour. And I picked one of the topics will be I, I'm going to do this on Saturday. The topic will be. Bringing mindfulness to your running, you know, and it's kind of like what we were just talking about just now, as far as being mindful, not. Not dwelling on the past and bringing things up that is going to negatively affect you, but being present, being mindful, understanding your postures, you know, your, your form, making sure your shoulders down and relaxed, making sure you're looking up out in the distance, chest out like you're proud, pick a landmark, you're just trying to get the air, and once you get there, like enjoy the run, and don't get sidetracked with negative thinking, don't get sidetracked by your gadget on your wrist, you know, I wear my Apple Watch, and Turn off the notifications. The problem is going to be there when you're done. <laughs> you, you, know, you understand what I'm saying? The problem is still going to be there when you're done. 
when you're trying to run, we don't need those distractions of text messages from home saying, hey, you know, Junior is doing this again, you know. I made mention of it. I said, listen, thank you to my family that allows me to go out and run. And so I'm not speaking about my personal family because she does a good, good job with letting me do my run. Um, one time, listen, one time I got some real bad news while I was on a run. And uh, my, my, my friend had passed away in a car accident last September 11th. And uh, I was in shock. You know, I said, thanks for letting me know. I got to let you go. I just, I just got to let you go. I'll talk to you when I get home, you know. And, uh, you know, I continued my run. It kind of helped me get through the, the shock and the devastation of what I just heard. And um, I processed it later. But sometimes, guys, you know, we might get these messages and on trivial things, you know. Sometimes we might have a family member or a friend that's going through drama and you're trying to get your workout in. And next thing you know, you get a text message from <laughs> someone else's drama. And then that, that comes into your world. So being mindful, bringing mindfulness to your running experience will allow you to enjoy the scenery around you. Um, meet new people. Maybe there's someone running right next to you at this marathon, you know. Um, sometimes being mindfulness is, uh, can, can be a little, how can I put it? Sometimes you don't want to hear the conversations of people around you. Let's just put it, <laughs> put it like that, you know. Um, so let's go to our commercial break. And when I return, I am going to give you nine tips to help you guys can use this for any race distance but marathon season is upon us the summer is coming to a close there's half marathons coming up in september there's a ton of them in october and which one are you doing okay i know some uh one of our members danielle she lives in minnesota she's going to do the chicago marathon okay so there's a lot of marathons coming up, and we want to get you ready for it. Stay tuned. When I come back, I got nine tips for you. Okay, it's marathon season, everybody. Summer, bye-bye. It's coming to a close. And it's a sad thing for a lot of people that really enjoy the summer, really enjoy going to amusement parks and things like that. You're going to start seeing pumpkin spice latte advertisements and pumpkin spices back. And for those that love the summer, that's kind of depressing <laughs> when you start seeing that. For some guys, it's the NFL seasons coming up upon us, right? Training camps and, and preseason games are getting ready to wrap up. And the season, because September is just a couple of weeks away. September is right here. And then your favorite football team is going to be playing. And what kind of food are you going to be eating during that football season? That's a whole another podcast. That's a whole another story, right? But for runners, this is the time when you want to make sure you dial in your nutrition. You want to dial in your running plans. Have them, you know, really marathon training. If, you're, if you have been training for a marathon, for a fall marathon, trainings really started back in July, late June, early July. But this is the home stretch now. I have a half marathon coming up in September, the last 
Sunday in September, okay? Many of our runners that I train, they're going to do their first half marathon in October, October 20th at that Atlantic City Half Marathon that I've been talking about. So for everyone out there, I have nine marathon training tips that I want to share with you guys, right? You know what? Marathon training can change your life. And let me tell you why. Because it has such an impact on your lifestyle. You're thinking about that goal race. So training encourages you to take and make positive choices with your diet, your social life, (laughs) and your sleep patterns. Okay? Having support from your family and friends is helpful. So start recruiting them to help support you. Post on your social media feed that I'm, I'm training for this half marathon. Join the Keep Calm and Run to the Best You because you are having a whole accountability group that will help support you in your endeavors of reaching that marathon or half marathon. So tip number one, you want to make sure you keep a training log. Write down your daily mileage, run times, your race distance, um, how you felt. It's, remember, it's hard to remember everything. So you want to write it down immediately as soon as you're done your run. Me personally, I use the Nike Run Club app on my phone. I've been posting videos recently on YouTube on how to use the app. because And people on YouTube actually been thanking me for doing the video. Uh, so there's going to be more to come on how to use the app. However, it's beautiful. You know, it, it tracks your, your distance. It, you can put a note in there on how you felt that day. You can title the run that it was just my warm up. And then this was my speed training after that. It's so many different things that you can do. You can track your sneakers, like how many miles you have on your shoes. So that is the perfect app for me. And I like to share that with you guys. You may have your own favorite app out there. And then, guys, don't forget about the old notebook, pen and paper. For those that's not tech savvy, no problem. You don't have to get the latest smartphone or the watch or anything like that. You can just get the old pen and pad and keep it logged that way. Number two, increase weekly mileage by no more than 10%. So I know the programs that we use, it has gradual increases, okay? Um, when I first started training for my half marathon, my schedule that I used was very demanding, very taxing had a lot of miles on it and it still gradually increased you know uh, every week however it was a lot so I actually incorporate or found a new running schedule for me that allows me to only run 30 minutes on Tuesday 30 minutes on Thursday and then on the weekend Saturday and Sunday that's when I would do my nine mile run and then the next week it'll actually bring me down to running back down to like the next weekend, I will run like a four, five mile run. Then the next weekend after that, I will increase back up to 10 or 11 miles, you know, gradually increasing as the weeks go on. My first schedule, again, it would do like nine miles this week, eight miles the next week, 10 miles the next week, eight miles the next week, 11 miles the next week, bumping you up, increasing that way. Again, so there's schedules for every type of person. You want to go faster, you, you, don't, you have the time to do the more demanding schedule. There are schedules out there that will afford you that opportunity. But for those that are beginners or those that love running and feel like, you know what? The less 
miles the better. <laughs> it's crazy. Sometimes we have to slow down to go faster. You ever heard of that saying? So at times, it's not all about putting in 40, 50 miles a week. Sometimes that 30-minute workout on Tuesday and 30-minute workout on Thursday will give you a nice, strong, energetic, long-mile run, a strong nine-mile run on the weekend or that strong 10-mile run because you saved up the energy for it, all right? So I incorporated tip number three, which was cut back a week, you know, have that cut back week. So I basically put two and three together. And tip number four is run three to four days a week. And I just described that as well, basically. Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturday or Sundays. I love Sundays. So sometimes it's a Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday for me. I know I could say it the other way around, say Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, because the week starts on Sunday. However, I kind of look at my runs like this. On Tuesdays, it's speed day. Thursday is hills, bridge, overpass. If you don't have hills in your neighborhood, our park, one of our local park has small hills. Then I can go to an overpass near my college, the Stockton University where I live. There's like an overpass going over top of a highway. Um, but the overpass, there's no traffic there. There's times I run on that. And then we are training for the Trail of Two Cities run in Ocean City over the bridge. So trust me, we're getting hill training for sure on Thursday. Um, and then you have your long distance run on the weekend. And that's what I like to do. Okay. So tip number five, alternate a hard day with an easy day or a day off. So our program where I said that we run three days a week anyway, you have a day in between to recover. You need that. It's, this allows your body to properly recover from the hard effort that you put forth, especially on those speed days, right? And uh, that's going to be a good thing for you to do. Tip number six, take at least one day completely off per week, okay? Rest and recover. Two days a week for rest and recovery is okay when you're new to marathon training for sure okay but even our experienced runners need to take that day off tip number number seven is consider cross training one or two days a week performing something different than running is going to help you with your overall conditioning okay swimming biking rowing these are all good options don't forget to do strength training as well work out on your legs your arms, your shoulders, you're like, why do I need to work out on my arms? Because, you know, you are using your shoulders and your arms to propel you up those hills, all right? You, you sign up to a race, it may not all be a flat course, right? You need those shoulders and arms to propel, get, like, move up that hill, that bridge with, with grace, with fluidness, and you don't just run with your legs. You run with your mind. You run with your shoulders, your heart, your fingers. <laughs> like, yeah, your fingers. They should be loose. Keep your body loose. Keep your, keep your wrists loose. Keep your fingers loose. If you're tense, right, that's going to make the run harder for you, okay? So definitely consider the cross training. And again, I, I combined <laughs> seven and eight because you want to consider strength training twice a week, okay? So that cross training was more like swimming, cycling, rowing, 
But then as I talked about the, the weight training is good too. You can also put in like Pilates or yoga class. Believe it or not, there's a lot of strength going on to hold those poses for the 30 seconds or a minute that they have you hold these poses. So yeah, you want to do that. And uh, number nine, when in doubt, always listen to your body. If you're tired, you need the rest. Okay. If the feel, if the workout feels hard, it might just be too hard. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. You, you want to challenge yourself, but at the same time, today might not be the best day. Maybe it's too hot. That's why I like these 30 minute runs. I do more than 30 minutes. That's just me. But uh, I love the, the way that it can easily fit into anybody's schedule. I love that. 30 minutes, right? So I can get through this for 30 minutes, all right? And those have been your tips. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back through them real quickly so that you have it down. Number one, keep a training log. Number two, increase weekly mileage by no more than 10%. Again, guys, I have schedules. You can reach out to me. Email me at coachdedrees at gmail.com. Connect with me on social media as well. On Facebook, keep common run to the best you page. All right. Include a cutback week. Run three. Number four, run three to four days a week. Number five, alternate a hard day with an easy day or a day off. Number six, Take at least one day completely off per week. Number seven, consider cross training one or two days a week. Consider number eight, consider strength training twice a week. And number nine, when in doubt, always listen to your body. Listen, marathon season is a great, great time of year. Fall is beautiful. The weather is getting cooler and the energy is in the air. The energy is in the air. When you sign up to that half marathon and you go pick up your packet, it all starts to come together for you. It all starts to everything that you've been working towards, all these months of training, watching your diet, it's about to culminate on that starting line. When you go the day before the race and you pick up your packet and you're holding it, you're feeling real proud that I did this training for 18 weeks, 16 weeks, whatever it was, you're like, I did it. And I have this packet in my hand proving I did it. And I can't wait till tomorrow. And the night before the race, you're going to set out your shorts, going to get your favorite shirt out. You're going to take the bib. You're going to put it across the shirt, have it laid out the night before. You get your socks, right? Make sure you get a brand new pair of socks. I don't know. It's just something about right, entering that race with a brand new pair of socks when you feel fresh. You got your shoes, right? Maybe you purchase new shoes not before the race, but maybe like three weeks before the race, you got them broken in. You got some shin sleeves, right? Some calf sleeves on, right? Got that laid out. Take a picture of it. Post it on social media. Let everybody know you're about to do it tomorrow. Got the pins laid out. If you run with music, you got your, you got your uh, playlist set. And it's hard to sleep that night. It's hard to sleep. You can't because you, you, you're excited. You're anxious to wake up in the morning. Right? So then you wake up. Take a nice hot shower. Get the muscles loose. All that stuff you had set out the night before, you start to put it on one piece at a time. Look in the mirror. Feel real good about it. Get in the car, drink a cup of cold brew, 
right? Hot, I mean, uh, <laughs> drink, drink a cup of cold brew coffee. You're entering into that marathon, half marathon, fasted, 10, 12 hours. Now, for a marathon running 26.2, that's something different. Maybe I, I'll talk about that, but my findings has been that I can run a half marathon. I never ran a full marathon yet. I can run a half marathon on a 12-hour fasted stomach. I have such mental clarity, the cold brew, everything, the energy's there. I'm not starving. It's an amazing feeling. I feel light and I'm ready to go. So that's why I'm saying that you're riding over to that starting line with that cold brew in hand, fasted, light, and feeling like you're about to kill this thing. And then you line up to the starting line, and there's like 2,000 people there, all different sizes, all different ages, and you're right there. You all have been training for this moment. Happy marathon season, people. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And I'm going to actually, before I close out the podcast, we're going to transition to some listener feedback. Okay, I have no questions this week, but I will share some listener feedback. Last week's podcast with Brian McDowell from Fat to Fast shared his story of how he lost 55 pounds taking up running and changing his nutrition to a healthier nutrition plan. He doesn't follow anything in particular like keto or he doesn't even intermittent fast or anything like that. He just made sure that he was basically keeping his nutrition real, eating real fruits, vegetables, and that's something else that we do. We have a keeping it real challenge, seven-day challenge, challenging you to put away the processed foods for seven days. We have like monthly prizes that we give away. Uh, we're getting ready to, we were doing weekly prizes. I'm going to uh, share with our accountability group uh, our new format for our prizes. I want us to put the scale away for 30 days, but for our listeners and those that's new to our program, take us up on our seven-day challenge you can go to runtothebestyou.com and fill out a form to enter a seven-day challenge. We, you will be added to our accountability group for free, and you will get some good help, some coaching, and you will be entered into one of our monthly drawings that we do give away some uh, restaurant gift cards. Even though we keep our nutrition real, we still go out with our family sometimes, and also we like to teach people what they can order when they go to a restaurant. You can go to Applebee's. And get them to make you a piece of grilled chicken with nothing but salt and pepper on it. Okay? You can ask certain questions to the waiter and get the cook's uh, input. What do you put on your steak? I went to Longhorn Steakhouse one time. Okay? I couldn't get none of the fancy seasonings that they had on there because I was trying to avoid grains that month. And maltodextrin is a grain and you can't trust what is put on there. However, if you tell them you have food sensitivities... You can basically go to just about any restaurant and get them to cook you something with just salt and pepper. Make sure you get olive oil. Don't assume that the salad with oil and vinegar is going to be real olive oil. You have to specify that you only want real olive oil. So that last week's podcast was very nice. 
with Brian. I appreciate him so much for coming on the show. And here's some listener feedback from it. Danielle says, it was inspiring to hear about someone who has been disciplined and has accomplished their goals. And of course, the glowing recommendation at the end, LOL. So I asked Brian to share one thing with our listeners, you know, something that he can recommend to them to help them in their journey, right? And he said, and I never spoke to him a day in my life besides on that interview. And he said, honestly, I would just have them subscribe to your program because everything that I had to try to work through for two years, you're teaching them and his wife is in our program and she's getting results like immediately. And so I was like blown away by him saying that it was so authentic, so natural. And I thank him for saying that. And Danielle says she, she really loved his inspirational story and how he was able to overcome some drinking. Uh, he's the one that posted on Facebook himself, him holding a beer and like 250 some pounds. And now he's like a hundred you know, 180. I'm sorry. He was like 240 something. And now he's like 180 some pounds, man. Uh, incredible. Ed says, great job on the podcast. Sorry. I didn't get a chance to finish it yesterday. The podcast comes out every Mondays. So I started over and I just got done listening. Great information as always. Brian's story was so awesome. Definitely can relate full of hope and promise. So first of all, you never have to apologize because you didn't hear, hear the podcast the, the first day it came out. But I, I just want, I, I chuckled at that to, to say thank you for valuing the uh, podcast the way you do. Every Monday, Ed, Ed is on it. And I always get some good feedback from him or on how we've been doing with the podcast. In fact, he's been giving me some, um, not criticism, but saying how he could tell that I've gotten better with the delivery of the podcast, you know, um, and I appreciate that. I also appreciate Danielle Salisy for giving me some pointers on how to be the best I can when delivering this podcast. So Danielle was the one that said that she enjoyed the podcast about the inspirational story from Brian. And so shout out to Danielle, amazing lady, Ed, amazing guy. And right now I'm going to transition to Tina's testimonial. Now this happened in our run group. Um, had she, she probably has no idea it was going to be put into the podcast. I didn't know I was going to put it in the podcast, but as I was scrolling through, I said, you know what, this would be good for people to hear. And uh, Tina's testimonial was because one of our newest members, she did something at home that she kind of overdid it. Instead of training just three days a week or whatever, she added another day, and as a beginner, she kind of b- irritated her knee, irritated her shins, as it were, as well. And so Tina's testimonial was, the compression sleeves were amazing. During the Boardwalk 5K, I had zero, she capitalized that, zero pain. After the race two, no pain. Just took me a few weeks of nursing my shins, taking breaks when my body said and icing them. Things have been pretty good since. Hoping Thursday when I return after two weeks off, things are still good, LOL. So, yes, Tina was dealing with some family in the, in the hospital and she had take, taken two weeks off from her running. But before she did that, 
you know, we've been encouraging her to get the compression sleeves for the calf muscles. Not only does that help with the blood circulation in your calves, but it also helps with shin splints. Getting more blood to an area is going to help alleviate pain. So I am so happy that when we showed up at the race on um, in July for this 5K, we adjusted her run-walk-run ratio. We told her to, to go easy. I mean, because if she had a bad race experience that particular day after experiencing shin splints along this way, you know, she may have just relegated herself to being a walker and just said, I'm, I'm fine with that, you know, but I knew what she was capable of if she just had the right equipment. And so we set her up. She set herself up for success. And now look how she's encouraging someone else. So thank you, Tina, for that testimonial. Thanks, everyone, for your listener feedback. Everybody have a great, powerful week. OK. That's our time for today. Thanks for listening to the Running, Intermittent Fasting, and Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Tadrice Parker. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can receive notifications when new episodes are available. Please share this with your family and friends on your favorite social media platforms. If you would like to become a supporter of our show by becoming a Patreon to make a contribution, please visit patreon.com slash coach All Patreons will be mentioned in future episodes. So shout out to Ed Brown, our first Patreon. Visit runtothebestyou.com to grab our free nutritional guide, sign up to one of our seven-day challenges, or to sign up to one of our online training programs for you to be ready for any 5K, half marathon, marathon, it doesn't matter. Remember, the best way to predict the future is to create it. So create an amazing one, my friends. Have a great week.